0: podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network.
1: Hello and welcome to the Trample Bet podcast for the weekend of Saturday, August 13th, 2022. I'm your host Andy Vaughan and with me as always is Gordo.
2: Hello. How are you doing Andy, uh, you alright?
1: I am very well. How are you, Gordon?
2: I'm good. Very good.
1: And joining us again this week, uh, Dave Greenfield. How are you, Dave? Yeah, not bad, guys.
0: Thanks for the a heat wave going on in England again. So.
1: It's, pretty <laughs> ho- it's pretty hot <laughs> up here as well, but um, yeah, what's it'll hot, definitely what's be... Hot you,
2: guys? 11, 12 degrees? Oh, it's nice <laughs> at least 14 today, I'll have you know.
1: 22 degrees, mostly cloudy. Yeah, there you go. That's the uh, that's the weather forecast um, for the for the rest of the day. That's that's pretty much as that's as hot as I really want it to get. I, I wouldn't mind it hotter. You know, I spend a lot of the year moaning about how shit the weather is in Scotland, so I'm hardly I'm hardly going to turn this down when it comes along. I mean, I'll still be wearing like a long sleeve top and trousers. Yeah,
2: yeah, because he dresses like. Um, have you ever seen like old tiny film swimmers, Dave? Like where they yeah. wear like a full length body costume? Yeah, that's like Andy going anywhere. <laughs> that and a tie or a, or some kind of shirt that has a chest pocket some way you can store cigarettes it's I like hey
1: hey uh, you know regardless of the weather I like it I like it I like a shirt and tie what can I say not wearing that today though very smart casual with my, my chinos and my long sleeve polo top <laughs> summer wear
2: that's it a, a gentleman's summer good man a
1: gentleman's summer wear Let's get on to Gentlemen's winning football bet results from last week, which was a really good start to the season, um, especially from Dave. You know, spoiler alert, but I think most of our uh, listeners will know that Dave had an incredibly good weekend last weekend and got the season off to an absolutely flying start. So we'll run through, as always, the bets from last week's show and let you know how them how they got on. Starting with my banker, um, Rangers versus. Marnock, a home win for Rangers at banker odds of two to nine. Uh one two 0 Uh you got an early payout as well, albeit that early payout was eighty-eight minutes into the game. But it was it was only ever going one way. So delighted to get a banker on the board nice and early.
2: Uh my banker was I think the last game of the week uh, that actually took place. This was uh Christiansund versus Molde, uh and I had Molde away. Didn't start very well. Uh went up two nil. Uh, courtesy of Andres Hopmark and Bendik by uh, the two gentlemen from from uh, the Christensen team happily though molde went out and got three goals uh they they, they came back in at the games two each by halftime, half time and then it was they, they scored just after the second couldn't have if you're asking when I want them to score just after the break would have been perfect and that's when it came in so uh christianso get a man sent off late on but um yeah I think molder probably just got caught cold. The fact that we're playing midweek um, and managed to recover it there, and, and that came in at the odds of four to seven.
1: Do you? Because I know I was in the car next to you when this game was was ongoing, and I was keen on the end. Uh, four to one. Okay, they touched four oh, to yes. one at two 0 down.
2: Yeah, so that isn't that <laughs> considering they you are know, two goal head start, and you're you're still four to one. I think the bookies yeah. have got a pretty good inclination that this might be a bit of a freak thing happen to you. But uh, yeah, so but they weren't they weren't behind they were only behind really. Uh, they were only two 0 down for uh, about twenty minutes, so came in. That's all that came matters for the for the, the banker. You get the banker in, all we'll, good. We alluded to Dave's good week, so Dave, your banker.
0: Yeah, so I uh, was the start of the uh, national league in England, and uh, I had Wrexham to beat Eastley and they went off about two to eleven in the end, but uh, Wrexham ended up winning the game, luckily two one. Uh, I mean, Eastley took the lead uh, on the fifteenth minute. Made Rexham sweat a bit, but they uh, brought on the some summer signing Elliot Lee. Uh, came, on on the, came on on the 63rd minute, equalised in the 73rd minute and then managed to get Rexham the winner in the 85th. So it's a good bit of uh, management there, had bringing him on. A, so. yeah.
2: Quite easy but, yeah, management uh, there if you're just you're just plunking him on it. Mate, sort that out, <laughs> would you? I don't know
0: what it's Yeah, good 2-1 win and that brought in the uh, travel for us. What was yep. it back but ain't just over ravens, was
1: it? Yeah, the banker treble was one point five to one.
0: Uh, bang on been, one and a half to one. What, what would you say we hit these? Seven out of 10
1: out of ten? Yeah, you'd be hoping you'd be hoping for that sort of return rate,
0: absolutely. Yeah, see <laughs> doubling, doubling your money every week, virtually aren't we?
2: Yeah. I mean, not, I, not to
1: speak too soon in case we have a no, disaster no.
2: with the banker yeah. this week, but yeah, right, yeah. yeah my, my banker this week's three to one, Dave. So uh, no, hopefully, <laughs> uh, yeah,
1: yeah I think, ba- uh, banker treble's been good to us in the past, and we have started the season yeah. off correctly with it with another one, um, which leads us nicely onto the value picks. So these tend to be around even money, something we think is a good chance of coming in at decent price um, mine was Aberdeen to beat St Mirren at home I think St Mirren will be rubbish this season and Aberdeen won this game 4-1 it was paid out when Aberdeen went 2-0 up after just 37 minutes and that was 10-11 to so great price easy win love it
2: I am the blemish in this area so let me start off by saying I had, uh, I had Strasbourg to beat Monaco they went off at 13-10 to so so, it was a big price in in the value kind of area for us. Shy game uh, for me. They were two 0 down at uh, just after half time, the fifty third minute. They did get a goal back. Um, Habib Diallo bringing them back in a guy who is just like I've tried to think of a Scottish guy. He's like he's a bit. He's one of these guys who just mills about the French first and second divisions and then just score. He's like Mitrovic. He scores about twenty goals. <laughs> in the French equivalent of the championship then he comes up and he gets nine and he gets sent to another team he's like right son go and play with Brest for a season <laughs> that's you back up to 20 goals right you're going to back up with Nantes this year and you're going to score nine um, he also got a goal chopped off uh, in the 96th minute um, but that goal didn't matter the, the, the value bet was pretty much pretty stone dead after that second goal went in so disappointing in there for me but uh, yeah it's it's a value it's a it was quite a high, high, high price value as well but Disappointing for me. Dave?
0: Yeah, so I had uh, Leeds against Wolves in the Premiership. And uh, I like Leeds at 5-4. to four And uh, they came out 2-1 winners. Uh, again, uh, Leeds fell behind quite early from uh, Poland's goal for Wolves on the sixth minute. But we got back into the game pretty quickly when uh, Rodrigo equalised. Uh, and then Aronson uh, had a shot took a deflection off eight noro uh, ended up in the back of the net. Despite some of bet, the guy, I spoke to my about the game mean, the Wolves fans and that, they said Wolves were on top at that moment so Leeds getting the goal then pretty much killed off the game for the rest of them but you know uh, it's pretty even game by all accounts but it looked good uh, Aronson and Adams apparently looked really good for Leeds so uh, good 2-1 yeah, good win
1: Fantastic banker and value in for you and me, Dave um, and Gordon, not getting the value in, but it was an, it was an ambitious shout and he, and he made up, he definitely makes up for it in the next section. So it's all good. Um, The next section is the outsiders where we're looking at something that the bookies have priced up as an underdog. I was in a huge fixture in Japan. Um, that will have ramifications on who goes on to win the championship for Kawasaki Frontale versus the Yokohama F Marinos. And I took the Yokohama F Marinos away at 17-10. to 10. I just thought it was such a good price and what would be a game that could go either way. Um, and it really, could, it really could have gone either way. It was one each into the 100th minute when Kawasaki scored a winner. Um, so my outsider lost, but it was a close game. And if the game was happening again next week, I'd put exactly the same bet on. Um, coin flip stuff
2: my my game wasn't a coin flip at all uh, I, I, this is the, the redeeming factor of the, the, the podcast for me I took, FC, I took Sion versus FC Zurich uh, FC Zurich had to play midweek uh, in the ECL or the Europa League I'm not sure which one it was um, so they were pretty tired coming into a game with Sion and it was 0-0 at halftime until three goals between the fifty seventh and sixty-eighth minute made it three nil to uh, to see on. And yeah, it was paid out by then. Seventy two they kicked off at.
1: It was a great uh, price, great bet as well.
2: Didn't didn't see any of the game, was playing baseball during to the entirety of it. Returned to my phone to, with a whole bunch of notifications that I assumed were negative but were all positive. It was great. It was a it was a good day, uh, a good return there. So Good win, I like that.
1: You? You're having one of those weekends. I'm just going to assume these are all bad.
2: Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, they're actually all really good. They're all good. Um, it's when you get so many in quick concessions, it's like the odds of them being three things that I want are very <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> um, but yeah, so a, a 3-0 win there. Um, you know, but, uh, the, the, the outsider slot for me is, is an area I like uh, and I hopefully will continue to do well in this season. So 72 for me. And then Round us off, Dave. Since you've been perfect so far.
0: Yeah, so I was in uh, league two. It was the uh, second uh, round fixtures of this league, and uh, it was Newport against Warsaw. And uh, I like Warsaw. Uh, Eleven to four, they were well off at five to two, I think, in the end. But uh, to be Warsaw won this game one nil. Uh, they managed to win this game without having a shot on target. <laughs> so, uh, Incredible. Yeah, Newport passed the game. They had like 61% possession, 13 attempts. But again, Newport themselves only had two on target. But yeah, Wolfson took the lead through a uh, Dimitri home goal on the 63rd minute. Looks like uh, no shots on target, but Wolfson had that all hell long for an outsider win.
1: Two out of three outsiders is good. I back that as a tricksy. So that provided me a decent return. Um, I think it was like, Essentially working out in my total stake at over three one. So ideal. Um well, well well done, gentlemen. And Dave on three of three heading into the charity section. Um Gordon, you go first. It was your your you were you were your charity bet kicked off first, I think. It
2: kicked off and killed, uh, said said <laughs> section. Um I would just like to say I've seen the light. I'm a believer in what Morton are going to achieve this season, which is why they're this week's outsider. However, I was backing against them fully for Cove Rangers at the weekend um, after seeing them make a couple of really good signings. He signed um, Lewis Longstaff from uh, from Liverpool uh, and some various different bits. So thought they were going to be do quite well. First half, they were fine. They were decent in the game in the first half. and went in 0-0 at halftime. Second half, they didn't register a shot in target. And Morton scored one goal. Uh, yeah, as I said before the start of the podcast, if you take two-thirds of a game, you expect it to come in. The third that I was least expecting of, rolled on home. So, charity killer, uh, welcome to season five. Uh, and I guess Andy I'll pass on to next.
1: Yeah, mine was actually the last of the, the three but because um, it was Sunday. but it And thankfully it didn't matter because uh, I picked a loser as well. Dundee United versus Livingston to the home win for Dundee United. Um, obviously we recorded the podcast before Dundee United went out and beat AZ Alkmaar um, 1-0 in the Europa Conference League qualification tie last thursday I uh, they were just spent um i wasn't at the game this week um had other had other commitments on the baseball field but um from from what i hear we were just knackered and not not up to very much um so I'm hoping that turns around. We're obviously, we're obviously a reasonably small squad um, and, and having games Thursday, Sunday in quick succession, probably not best to look at us for the weekend. So a losing losing charity pick for me. But Dave, it wasn't three out of three losers, was it?
0: No, no. I it, uh, managed to uh, round off a nice four out of four for myself and it was uh, Peterborough against Morecambe in League One. And I uh, like Peterborough three 3-5. Uh, it was a comfortable 3-0 win for Peterborough. He paid out by half-time on a three six five for this. Uh, yeah, but they went 3-0 up in the 72nd minute. Morecambe didn't really offer up much, as we thought. You know, Peterborough ended up having 18 shots, 9 on target. It's too good for Morecambe in the end. So, yeah, that no, was a decent week for me.
2: I mean it wasn't even about three six five four out of four, which you've done a few times. It was yeah, this am. was a full regulation four <laughs> out of four.
1: They all ended up winners. Fantastic. Um what a great way to start the season, Dave. Congratulations. Uh hope some of the listeners got on your picks um in England. Four out of four. Can't ask, can't ask for more than that. Absolutely wonderful. Gordon and I will try we've been taking notes, we'll try and mimic that this <laughs> we week.
2: Must try <laughs> harder. That's it. Hit,
1: hit the elusive twelve out of twelve. But A great opening week. uh, Four out of four for Dave. The banker treble in. um, Decent value pick from myself that was paid out early and another really good outsider for for Gordon. So good work, gents. Um, Let's keep it going. Um, We're about to have a short ad break for those of you listening on the normal podcast channels. But if you join us on Patreon, www.patreon.com forward slash trample bet or download the Patreon app, And search for Trample Bet. Uh, You can become a member of the Trample Bet Club at £6 a month and you will get access to this podcast early as soon as we record it as a video file on Patreon um, that includes the middle section. This is a a special little section of the show where we shoot the breeze about picks that didn't make the show, things we might like that weren't one of the official picks and just generally stuff that's happening in football this weekend before rejoining the podcast proper for for the second half. So, great great week, guys, and we'll see you all after the break. Welcome back, and now on to this week's picks for the weekend of Saturday. August thirteenth, twenty twenty-two. You know the drill: bankers, values, outsiders, and charity picks. Dave on four of four already. Dave, you're you know. Let's keep the perfect season alive. You, you've got something to hang on to now. It's gone for me and Gordon. There's no pressure.
2: Try again, season six for us.
1: All, all, all the all the pressures on you. To go the full season without without one pick losing. As usual, we'll start off with the banker bets, and my banker is Saturday at 11am UK time in the Japanese top flight, so the J1 League, for Kawasaki Frontale versus Kyoto Sanga, and the home win for Kawasaki is four to nine, which I think is really quite good. Um, they secured a brilliant three points in the 100th minute against top of the table Yokohama F Marinos, that puts them now in fourth spot on 40 points from 22 games. That's eight points behind first. But they have two games in hand over everyone, so you got to think you win them. Suddenly you are two points behind. There is still games to go. Like they're they're right in the mix. So that result was massive for them. Puts them right back in it, and they'll begin to build on that in a home game against the thirteenth place team Kyoto Sanga, who have twenty six points from twenty four matches and are going to be comfortably mid table. I don't think they'll be in danger of, it, of anything bad happening to them. And you know, considering they're a, a new team in this league, they've had a pretty good first season. Um, But their form's not been good lately. Uh, They've managed only three points from their last five games, so they won't be wanting to play a buoyant Kawasaki team um, who have taken 25 points from 11 home matches and are really quite solid at home. So it's a great spot for Kawasaki to put another three points on the board. I think 4-9 to odds are very, very generous, and they're my banker for this week.
2: Okay, okay. Well, I, I'm in Italy for my banker this week, and the uh, start of the Tammy Abraham fan club banker <laughs> section uh, with with AS Roma away at Salernitana. Um, this bet isn't particularly one sided. In that I think both teams have good reason to be a worried or b challenging for the title. Salernitana scraped to stay in this division last; they were one point. They rele- they relegated Calgary um, with a one each uh, draw a game out from the end of the season and Calgary just lost about seven on the spin, kept getting guys sent off. Roma, on the other hand, they ended up fifth. Um, that was enough for them to get into the, the Europa League spots. They've made some good signings over the Sunner, um, some guys that didn't quite work out in other places. So Gini Wijnaldum, who's Liverpool, and then PSG is now at Roma. Uh, Paolo Diabala as well in there is at Roma now as well. Nemanja Matic, and um, and some various
0: that
2: other my kind of... There. <laughs> ah, yes, um, um, and uh, they, they, they they also signed uh, Ze- Zeki Selic, the guy who played with um, who played with Lille last season, but he did really well in Turkey's few games over the, uh, well, the, the kind of games they played in the Nations League and various bits. He was, he was kind of highly praised in there. So I think Roma made some pretty good signings and they've also got some pretty, I mean, their strike force, if you always look at it, they just have some decent players up top already, so yeah, I think they're going to be. I think they'll be all right this season, uh, and I think they'll be up towards the top, challenging with uh, you know the the traditional top flight teams of, uh, not top flight teams of Uv and Milan and both Milan. So I think Roma should win this game pretty comfortably, and at four to nine, I thought they're away from home, but four to nine is quite a big price for a a fixture that probably later on the season will will drop in odds because um, I can't see Salernitana be doing anything better than some of the teams that pr- promoted into Sierra last season. Um so yeah, I'm gonna take uh, Roma away at Salernitana, 49. Dave, where are you at with your banker? Uh
0: so I'm in the Premier League Saturday at three o'clock. And uh it's Arsenal against Leicester, and I'm gonna tag Arsenal here at the odds of one to two. Uh as we know, uh Arsenal opened the season last Friday night, beating a uh, relegation threatened Crystal Palace, 2-0 at Palace. Uh, you know, um Arsenal have won the last three meetings against Leicester as well in the Premier League. So 2-0, 2-0 and a 1-3. Yeah, they tons of good business, in they? Arsenal. You know, Zinchenko, Jesus, uh, Fabio Vieira, they've brought in, but the one player that looks it looked absolutely excellent Friday you night. Know, he's uh, Saliba, the centre-half, who he's come back from a loan spell last season. Looked brilliant, didn't he? If you saw the game, it just looked untouchable. It was so good. It but, and then bad, you got, though. yeah, you got Leicester. They were 2-0 up uh, against Brentford on Sunday. ended up drawing the game 2-2. Uh, just, I, don't, I don't know what's going on with Leicester. They're just, do not look right, do they? I mean, Schmeichel's gone. Uh, apparently, for looks like he could be on the way to Chelsea because you know Chelsea just want to spend as much money as possible. Uh, Madison could be off to Newcastle. You know, Vardy's still Vardy, but he, you know he's lost that bit of pace, hasn't he? And don't know. Just I think they'll they'll probably sit mid comfortably mid table. Uh, not doing, they're going to do else, but if Arsenal have got real top four aspirations this season, this is a game that they have to go out and play their best and, and win. So, yeah, I like the look of them. I thought they were good last week, so I'm happy to start them one to two.
1: Yep, I always like backing Arsenal. Um, you would not have to convince me to do that, <laughs> although uh, having done that for many years, I-, I do know the frustrations that come with backing Arsenal, so I hope I hope you don't have to face them this week, Dave. Perfect. We've got a good history of hitting these banker trebles. And if you fancy to go with the banker treble this week, so Kawasaki, Roma and Arsenal, that combines as a treble to 2.02 to 1. So just over 2 to 1, which is pretty good odds for something that we've got um good history of hitting. So there's the bankers for this week. On to the value picks. Uh, My game's a wee bit late in the day. Um, I'm on Sunday at 3pm UK time in the Danish Superliga for Alborg versus FC Norgeland. We're only four games in to the new Superliga season, uh, which was won last year by FC Copenhagen. Um, But it's Norgeland that have had a perfect start sitting in first place with 12 points. That's four wins out of four. Eight goals scored and only two conceded. Their opponents, Alborg, are joint last. Only one point from their first four games, scored three times and conceded eight. Um, Norjaland looked really good. Uh, they've already played twice away from home and they've won both times by two goals. A 2-0 win away at Odense on opening day and then a great 3-1 win away at Brøndby. So they're they're good results against good teams. Um, they've got an eighteen-year-old midfielder that's only ever he's been brought up through their youth system, only ever played for Norgeland. Andreas Schelderup, and he's scored three goals so far this campaign. He's gonna be he's gonna be one to watch. So it's a big odds value for me, fifteen to eight. Like that's that's outsider price. Uh, but on the early season form and the fact that there's another outsider I really like, um, the almost two to one screams value. So we're, we're going big. FC Norseland.
2: I mean, I'm glad you said that because I feel at the start of the season you end up with quite a lot of them where your value and your outsider really aren't that far apart because it's hard to uh for bookies to make people outsiders until there's a couple of games of the season actually gone. You know, and unless you're, you know, you're playing in City or, you know, teams like that. Fair enough. But so that's 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 quite it's a price. It's a it's a big price and you're definitely on the right side of that
1: in, yeah. in terms of the value. not to say that you know, they're not a stick on. Uh, you know, they lose this game plenty of times, but at odds of fifteen to eight, that's pretty damn good.
2: You want a bite, good man, right? So this week for me on the value, the value area, I'm I'm going back to France. So I'm going to try my hand at this again, but uh, it's a different, two different teams, and uh, hopefully some different fortune here. So I'm going to take um, Racing Club Longs away at AC Ajaccio. Ajaccio got promoted last season. Uh, up to the top division after finishing second in uh, Liga 2. they they were pretty good for that. They they beat out Auxerre by by one point last season, and this is the second uh, game of the season. Longs won their first game of the season. Uh, they they had a quite comfortable victory, three two, over uh, Brest. Much like your game, Andy, uh, there was a hat trick scored by Fernando Sotoka. He actually missed a penalty to make it four goals in his first game of the season. This isn't a guy that I'm going to suggest backing as a correct scorer or anything because he's 31, and this is the first time he's ever done it. <laughs> but um, yeah, it, there, there was also a hat trick scored in that game. So um, I like Longs here oh, oh, away yeah, at AC Ajaccio. Ajaccio lost their first game of the season to Leon, but that's kind of expected uh, in this league. They lost at 2 1. Leon did go down to 10 men after being 2 0 up in 27 minutes, uh, and the resultant penalty uh, brought it back to 2 1. They couldn't do anything after that and ended up getting a man sent off before half time themselves, (laughs) thus ruining the chances of the game ever going anywhere else. Like that, it's amazing. The second half stats were basically just a two one loss to to Leon. That's probably all right for the first game of the season. Um, So yeah, I'm going to take Racing Club Longs here away at sixteen to eleven. A pretty big price uh, in in the value slot again there for me, but you know Longs last season they ended up seventh. They're, they're a pretty mid-table, t- mid-to-top of the French table team versus a recently promoted team that, you know, you'd be hard pushed to say that they're not going to head back down. A bit like, uh, bit, bit Norwichy. That's how I describe them. Um, but yeah, so longs away for me, uh, sixteen to eleven.
0: Dave, what you got? Uh, so my uh, value pick is also at the odds of sixteen to eleven, and. Uh, I'm in League One. Saturday, three o'clock again, and it's uh, Port Vale versus Bolton. And uh, I'm going to take the away side here, Bolton. Um, so everyone knows from last season, I was pretty big on Bolton, and uh, we made a good start uh, to League One so far. Two games in, they've played, uh, drew one all against Ipswich. Last week, they beat Wickham three 0 You know, Wickham might made the the football final last year. Ips, were just strongly tipped to a uh, challenge for promotion this season. So, you know, it's, it's a good start for Bolt on that. They're, they're currently in third on four points, uh, yeah, scored four, four conceding one. But uh, Port Vale came up via the playoffs from League Two last season. Uh, first game of the season, they managed a 2-1 win against Fleetwood. Uh, they got beat by Exeter 4-0 last week. Uh, you know, Bolton have won the last two meetings of this tie, uh, 3 2 and 1 0. And if I'm allowed to go back to 1994, Bolton have only lost once since 1994 against Port Vale. So, you know, history's on their side for this fixture as well.
1: Only once. How many times have they played? Uh, it, uh, just lost, oh, so
0: it's... Lost, yeah, lost once in 15 games.
1: Yeah, yeah, I like that. That's pretty damn good. Um, And high odds, Dave, high odds for all of us in the value section. Um, On 3.65 right now, if you were to price the values up as a treble, you'd get just shy of 14 to 1, which is pretty good. Pretty tasty, I would say. I would say so. 14 to 1. So Let's go on to the outsiders, when we'll find the real odds here. Um, (laughs) My outsider, Saturday at 3 p.m., a good traditional UK kickoff time in the Scottish Premiership. St. Mirren versus Ross County. Now, these are the two bookies' favourites to finish last. They're joint favourite in the finishing last market in this league. Um, I personally think St. Mirren will will finish last. I I just think they're they're very, very bad. Um, They lost again last week, 4-1 to Aberdeen. Uh, They did have a man sent off during the game. That didn't help, but they're really going to struggle this season. Um, Ross County um they, they you know they also lost um both teams have lost their opening two games of the season so they're both sitting on zero points um but as I say St. Man lost lost Aberdeen and lost to Motherwell so it was, you know not great whereas Ross County have had really tough fixtures away at Hearts and home to Celtic a lot of teams are going to go away to Hearts and lose and lose at home to Celtic so I'm not too bothered about that and despite losing both of those games they actually managed to get on the score sheet both times against high class opposition. So that's actually quite encouraging. Um I've got a feeling this match will be pretty scrappy, but I'm confident Malky McKay, the, the Ross County manager, will have them up for the fight. And the price on a Ross County win is eleven to five. So it's better to better than two to one in a game that I actually think they're more likely to win than St. Mirren. So that's that's a price for me. Um, very happy to have Ross County as my outsider this week.
2: Nice. Well, that's a nice theme going going with this because I am also in the Scottish leagues uh, for an outsider with an outsider that uh, it's five to two. I am completely changing my opinion on Morton this week. Uh, I am I am I have total belief in Doogie Emery and everything he will achieve this season uh, at Morton, and you know they will not be partying on the streets of Wraith After uh, Morton are finished with them, hopefully. So I'm going to take Morton away at, at Wraith at five to two. Wraith have been terrible to start off the season, losing to Dundee 1-0 at home and losing to Cove Rangers 2-0. Uh, Morton, on the other hand, have been quite good. Uh, they, they beat Cove Rangers 1-0 and drew one each with Hamilton in there. Um, so they're under four points. Uh, no, no, no Scottish Championship team has, has won both their games to start off with. The best points total is four, shared by three teams. Uh, the worst is solo Wraith uh, after their, their two games. They've scored zero goals, conceded three, you know, points from that so I think Morton are, are, are a much better shout here than, than Wraith in this position and at 5-2 to two, you'd fancy that considering you know they've, they've played a joint team this season in the Cove Rangers and the results against Cove Rangers have been Wraith lost 2-0 and Morton won 1-0 um, so direct comparison to start with already you know, Morton were all right at the start of the season. Doogie Emory seems to do this. He gets them quite good at the start of a season. <laughs> and then it seems to tail off. Hibbs used to do that all the time. We'd win like four of our first five games. We'd be like, we're definitely doing it this year. We're challenging with the old firm. By Christmas, we'd be like seventh. <laughs> um, so, yeah, Morton away, five to two. We are all Doogie Emory.
1: A, a quick 180 on Morton and their abilities. I like it, Gordon. There's a man that, that learns. With new information. That's Someone's got
2: it. So that's what it's all about. Dave, what have you got outside our wise? Uh
0: so I'm in uh League One again, Saturday, 3 p.m. And uh, it's a team I had in my charity slot last week, and that's Peterborough. And uh they're away at Plymouth. Uh they are nineteen to ten for a win away from home. Uh Peterborough sit top of League One at the minute. Uh the only team on a hundred percent record was six points. Uh yeah, you know, they scored six, conceded two. Plymouth mid table in twelve with three points. You know Plymouth beat beat Barnsley one nil first game, but they lost last week to two Fli- one uh, to Fleetwood, who we said earlier. You know, Port Vale beat Fleetwood the first game of the season. Um, yeah, Plymouth were uh, missed out on the playoffs last year uh, on the final day. They took a right hammering on the final day. And uh, we can managed to steal that spot. Uh, so I think they you know, it's a bit well, uh, a bit jet lagged, maybe, for it. But, um, You know, Peterborough have looked good so far. They look like they've got the old uh, Kevin Keegan, Newcastle tactics, where they're just going to try and score as many goals as possible just to make sure they win games. It doesn't look like they're going to rest on just like a 1-0 win and they'll be happy with that. They just want to keep scoring goals, which is good. But I thought they were were a good price, especially seeing as they've won both the games this season at 19 to 10.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I like it. You you mentioned Plymouth there. Plymouth are the answer to... uh, Are you going to do the trivia question there, Andy? No, I was just going to go, Green Army! (laughs) (laughs) Remember uh, remember that Aviva advert? Yes, I do remember remember. that thing about them travelling to Newcastle, was it not? Green (laughs) Army! (laughs) Yeah, Plymouth are the answer to the trivia question. What is the largest English conurbation to never have a professional team, uh, never have a team in the top division? So Plymouth are with like two hundred and eighty-five thousand people. That was the mm. thing, and I, I bet every Premier League team's buzzing about that as well because they're fucking miles away from anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, but I think it's a good pick, Dave. And I'm not questioning you. You got four out of four last week. You <laughs> could bring it into this. You could you could have went last night I really fancy race. I'd be like, he's probably got a point. Aye, that's <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, a good selection of outsiders. Thirty-one point two to one. If you fancied that as a mental treble. Hey, we get two out of three last week. You know, is is very doable. That's why I take it as a tricky, So uh, get returns if only two of them come in. But a good selection um, all around the two to one mark. They're the main picks for the show. Now on to the charity picks. And this is where one pick from each of us, 10 pounds of our own money on a treble. All the money we get back goes to a charity of our choosing that we announce as and when the winners come in. And to kick us off, I don't know if I'm kicking us off chronologically, but, you know, in the order that we run through the picks, to kick us off, Saturday at 3pm in the Scottish Premiership, I'm going to back Aberdeen again after a, a comprehensive win last week. They're playing Motherwell this week, and the odds for a home win for Aberdeen is just under even money at 4-5. to Both these teams have three points from their first two games of the season. Um, Aberdeen beating St. Mernham 4-1 and losing to Celtic 2-0. No shame there. Motherwell have also beaten St Mirren albeit only by the one goal 1-0 and lost at home to St Johnson 2-1 and that's a terrible result um, they also had a couple of really bad results in their Eurof- European qualifying campaign getting bumped out by Sligo Rovers that's a disastrous start to their season um, and if this continues I think they'll struggle a bit this year whereas Aberdeen should comfortably make top 6 by the, the time the split comes around um, so for the charity bet, an Aberdeen home win, um, some decent odds in there at 4-5. to five.
2: That's good that you get a nice traditional kick-off time. I'm going to stay with that traditional kick-off time. Uh, I am in Norway on Sunday at 7pm. Uh, this is, <laughs> this is uh, in the elite series. So uh, this is the, the Norwegian top division, uh, the same division that Molde are in. I'm going to take Valeranga away at recently promoted, but it's halfway through the season, Ham Cam. Um, which is a great name for a football team. Um, Valoranger have been pretty good this season so far. They're in sixth position, 17 points, 20, uh, seventeen games, 26 points, scored 29, conceded 26. Ham Cameron are in 13th with 18 points from their 17 games. 20 goals scored, 21 conceded. However, Valoranger in a pretty rich vein of form, taking five, uh, 15 points from the last five games, scoring 17, conceding four. Ham Cam have been shite. From their five games, they've returned two points and they've scored three goals and conceded seven. Now, this sounds like a lot of numbers. My favourite thing about this game is that Hamcam lost to last week's banker, I don't know, Whippin' Boys, Christian even though they scored two goals in the game. They are the only team that they have lost to Christian in fucking ages. Um, And they lost 1-0 and they've been mints of recent I really fancy Valaranga to go away and get the result here. And I think the odds of six to five are pretty exciting Ooh. to do so. So an over even money charity. Better than evens, Gordon. Better <laughs> than evens. So, um, yeah, I mean, Valoranga have been winning pretty emphatically. They're also in the Kevin Keegan school of winning football matches. And <laughs> that they won 5-2, 4-3, three, and 3-2 three, in their last five games. Um yeah, there's not really much to say about these teams playing each other because all the results are from like 2008 backwards. Because HamCam uh, headed themselves off into the Norwegian fourth division for a little while and then returned uh, triumphantly to be relegated again this year. Um, so, yeah, I like Valaranga away from home here. You're going to get them over even money, six to
1: five. I just, it just sounds like the name, I don't know, like a, a GoPro on a butcher.
2: <laughs> yeah, the HamCam. Yeah, let's cut to that ham cam. Yeah, cut to the ham cam. He's just making sausages. Though. <laughs> well,
1: Dave, round, round us off with the, the third charity pick.
0: Yeah, so I'll uh, round us off. And again, I'm in League One, uh, three o'clock on Saturday. And it's uh, Accrington at home to uh, Burton Albion. And uh, I'm going to tag Accrington here at 10 to 11. So, Accrington's it seventh after their two games, uh, four points. They drew 2 all with Charlton, and uh, then they got a, a wide win, 1-0 at Shrewsbury last game. Um, you know, they look like Accrington, they're not, not pulling up, you know, going to win the league. But this is mainly getting against Burton here. So, Burton, they had a really bad pre-season. Uh, the only team that beat all pre-season was Stratford. Even lost the game to some team called Hibs, apparently, in pre season. But, you yeah. uh, know, must be bad, eh? Oh, it's but, incredible, mate. Um, shocking. Be yeah. But, uh, yeah, the, the forms continued into the start of the season. That They lost 3 0 away at Wickham, opening game. They got hammered 4 0 at home last week to newly promoted Bristol Rovers, albeit they did have to say their best centre off, sent off after a minute into the game but uh, that, that means he'll be suspended for this game as well. So that, that's another positive for Accrington. Uh Yeah, so, I mean, leaves him on bottom of the table. Uh, no points, no goals scored and conceded seven. So, you know, anything What's we can do. To get yeah, doing well. Um, yeah, they're also, they're also uh, Burton signed uh, Callum Butcher from Dundee United. Yeah. Yeah. Surprisingly, he came, surprisingly came on last week and got booked. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, yeah. I was, I was, I was about to say,
1: say sir, I thought it was going to be surprisingly he came on and didn't get sent off, because that would be a surprise. Yeah, yeah. He's I great for a card market. Great for Yeah, love the bucket, not I remember
0: Yeah, he's got to do But, yeah. But, I mean, if we, if we go back to the end of last season, uh, Accrington uh, unbeaten at home uh, in the last four games. And Burton, uh, again, going back to the end of last season, they haven't actually scored in their last four league games now. To so the last two games of last season, the first two of this season. So, yeah, but happy to sack Accrington at ten to eleven for the charity.
1: There you go, ten to eleven for Accrington Stanley. Who are they? <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Just in all the adverts, Dave only picks <laughs> games that have an iconic advert from decades <laughs> ago. <laughs> <laughs> but that's the that's the charity pick. So ten of our own money on Aberdeen, Valerenga, and Accrington Stanley um, combines to six point four to one. So not bad at all.
2: I'll be staking it this week. Uh, Gordo will be
1: staking it this week, and then um, depending on the results, in order for it to in order for it to stay Gordo next week, I would have to get mine in, and you would have to lose yours. Gordo. That's the only way it would stay yours.
2: That never happens. That's great.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I backed it last week. Gordon backed it this week. Uh, But hopefully hopefully you're able to donate um, 74 quid to charity next week. That would be lovely. Um, Thanks for listening to the show, guys. Do join us on Facebook. There's a Facebook group. Just search Trample Bet Podcast. A couple of hundred members um, getting more and more active now that the football season has returned. Share your picks in there. Tell us the picks you like from this week's show, uh, the ones you don't like, anything else that you've spotted. It's a great place to chat football betting with like-minded people. Um, The fantasy football season has also kicked off. Uh, The the coveted Trample Bet Fantasy Draft League trophy is up for grabs. Um, I got off to a winning start. I I hated my team as well, and I think I scored the highest (laughs) points out of everyone. I, I have loads of players that are capable of doing something, but won't do it very often. Guys like Jorginho, he'll score a penalty. But you can't rely on that every week. It'll happen one every four or five weeks. It just so happened. I also had Mitrovic and a few other guys that just did their thing on game week one. So poor James McIver. He get beat by me. I think everyone else will uh, fancy their chances against my team. But yeah. How did you go on, Dave? Uh,
0: no, I lost my opening game. Uh, not great week for me. It was only really Ad Haaland that scored points really or more all my rest One and two point scorers. Yeah.
1: Difficult, Gordo. Oh, I don't need to ask you. You, you
0: lost your game, didn't you?
2: I've genuinely no. I haven't logged in, so. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I don't. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, we, we were very annoyed in the draft last week that you didn't pick Anthony Gordon. Yeah,
2: I did. not pick him. Well, I think he's a wank. That's right. I watched. I've watched him play against Liverpool. Um, I mean, can, can I just point out one one thing? Uh, this is not to do with the French tramp the fantasy at all. It's one of Dave's picks from maybe about six months ago when the MLS season kicked off, and Chicago he quite fancy to to do quite well, right? and they were mince for about 15 games of this season. And now they've just started winning again and they're back in the conference playoffs for, for, for this. So there's, there's plenty of games left that are coming back in. Now I have them doubled with the uh, Los Angeles Dodgers as part of a ridiculous (laughs) bet, right. For them to win the the overall trophy and the Dodgers to win the, the world series. And it returns about two grand or something. Right. And, my cash out has been gradually increasing and increasing, and now it's over the stake. Um, oh, so i you. <laughs> very much looking forward to my two K at the end of the season, courtesy of both Chicago Fire and uh, Freddie Freeman. So I, is- <laughs> I've <laughs> just looked.
1: I've just looked at my uh, my open bets on three six five. Had to scroll down a wee bit there. Five pound each way single in Chicago Fire to win the USA MLS. <laughs> there we go it's still it's it's still live although uh, my total stake of a tenner can be cashed out for £1.95 so <laughs> they, they, they've clearly got faith this isn't coming in but delighted to know that it's still you know it's still pretty active oh the Dodgers are great Dave yeah, good. Yeah. yeah San Diego Padres have made a lot of transfer acquisitions before the deadlines but the Dodgers are still miles in front of them yeah Um. so the Padres will be looking for a, a playoff spot so Gordon's Gordon's in a good a good place I'm with it. that bit
2: I'm in a good spot, so if, if you know, I, I make this promise of that uh, uh, if this bet does come in, Dave, you'll receive both a Chicago firetop and the Dodgers full jersey that's on oh, the back Mark. of this. And that's my two grand done on the back of that. I like, it <laughs> yeah. I
1: like that. You'll get a, a, a Dodgers full jersey, not just like a sleeve.
2: I'm more meant <laughs> yeah, to get, get a hat with it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Uh, fantastic well here, here's here's hoping that comes in so do join us on Facebook guys um, interesting story there Gordon though that you that you heart back to um, I'm just going to mention it on Patreon uh, so we mentioned it earlier uh, not only do you get the middle section you get the early release you get the video podcast you get extra podcasts you also get a cheat sheet and that's of all the picks written down um, for the week ahead and when it came to making last week's pick uh, cheat sheet Dave I just picked a random one from the past that as a template and your banker was identical. <laughs> Wrexham? Yeah, it was Wrexham v Eastleigh and it was at three o'clock on a Saturday and it was ex- and it was a Wrexham win. The odds were slightly different. The, the odds were slightly different. That was the only thing I had to change. I just thought that was really funny. I was like, oh wow, we've had this bet before. Did it finish 2-1 to Wrexham? I can't remember. I can't remember. <laughs> um but yeah from months ago it was exactly the same pick i just thought that was great uh so yeah join us on patreon and um you'll get a wee notification on the app usually thursday that you get the cheat sheet released in the morning all the picks in the podcast written down so you don't have to remember uh what we said and you don't have to take notes so two options there facebook and patreon we'd love to have you interact with us interact with the show gordo dave great start last week Uh, Thanks very much for your time for this week and hopefully we'll be recapping another successful week this time next week. Everyone, thanks for listening. Happy hunting. Bye. The Trampled Bet podcast is produced by Andy Bond, Gordon McLarnan and Gary Black. Part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Find the next show you'll love at sport-social.co.uk Sports
0: Social Podcast Network.